0: It's a lesson to learn from the story of their delivery. It's a lesson which I think always applies to us in regards to our children. But a lesson even more correct, more in place, more fitting. We talk about a body becoming by mitzvah. Or a girl becoming Bas Mitzvah. And reaching the age, where they now have to take their own responsibility for keeping the Torah and doing the Mitzvahs. What's the lesson? What's the Kiddush? The Torah tells us that if a person chooses to remain in heaven, after the six years of service are up, the Torah tells us that there's a procedure for us to do first. We have to take a meretzeya, some kind of a sharp metal instrument, and we have to bore a hole in his ear. Why? The Gemara explains the condition because oizen zu, this ear heard are servants or slaves to me. And in place of that, this same person went and took on the obligations of a physical master. Ya There was something missing with the way he heard of Ha Sinai that we meant to be dedicated to the slaves of Isha. And the question I want to ask is in what way is an avid every not being a slave of Hashem. He's a every. he's a Jew. His master's a Jew. He's obligated to keep every single halacha. His master has to allow him to keep every single halacha. He may be a slave, but on Shabbos he does nothing. He may be a slave, but he can daven three times a day with a minion. The fact that he's is a slave doesn't allow him to eat non term food. Doesn't allow him to speak Oshanara. The evil ivery is chayb shudon t'orotah. And if that's the case, so what's missing in the Qidib b'nei Shara The evil ivery can be a fully functional, fully observant, Thorough keeping drink. What's the complaint against? Him? What's he not what's he done wrong? That he deserves to have his hole pierced in his ear. Because he didn't hear from our sinai That is from Mayabod. And the answer is Rabasa. A tremendous point. And that is it's true. The Abed is obligated in every single halacha in the Torah. And it's true that the Abit is allowed to keep every single halacha in the Torah. Every sea of cotton in the Mishnah But there's one thing we can't contact. Anything which is beyond the halacha, anything which is in the category of Lifni Mishra beyond what he's obligated in doing, that's something the Adan doesn't have to do that. To do. That's something the Adan can say what's beyond keeping the basic aloha you, you, then you, you, your your time and your ability to work to me. Then you can't choose to do more than you have to do at the expense of my uh, working for the Oden. And what we learn from that is a person who's confined. Even if it's being confined to keeping the whole terremitzes, but a person who's confined in ruchness, that they can't grow further, that they can't do more, there's something missing in their being an of Hashem. An Ebed of Hashem isn't somebody who just has to keep to the minimum. An ever of Hashem is somebody who put his whole energy and his whole effort into being more and more of an avid. A better and a better avid. And this person is not doing that. This person is limited to the Mishnah He's He is limited to the Halacha. He is not allowed to do more than that. Ye There is something missing in his being an Avid That's a tremendous lesson for us. It's a lesson for us that's for ourselves. It's a lesson we can train our children in as well. And that is, it's not enough just, and I say just, it's already a big deal. But it's not enough just that we keep in that Lach. Just that we do what we required to do. Part of us, part of our obligation is: we're meant to go beyond it. We're meant to always be trying to do more. We're meant to always be growing. And when we stop growing, then there's something missing in our Hashem. They say famously. I think it's the Kivega. Who decides who's going to be the next God Ladar? God Ladar is a tremendous responsibility, a tremendous privilege. Someone the whole of looks up to, relies on. Who decides who's going to be the God Ladar? And they say, Bishamim Kivega, that the decision of who's going to be the next God Ladar is the decision of a 13 year old boy. Why? Because that 13-year-old boy can decide it's going to be me. I'm going to grow. And I'm going to put in the efforts. And I'm going to dedicate my life to getting there. And that's the stage where it has to be. Because the person is already older in his 30s or 40s or 50s might not have the same opportunities left. Mustn't have the same energy anymore doesn't have the same time It's not necessary that they'll be able to get there but the 13 year old boy who commits himself that I can be that godfather It's that decision and it's that resolve to carry out that decision that's what's going to make him get there. That's a lesson we can teach our children. Because to become great isn't just to do what we have to do. To do what we have to do makes us average. Every normal person does what they have to do. To become great, the person has to have a drive. I want to do more than I have to do. I don't want to know what I need to do to be Yaitseh. I want to know what I can do to be better. That's a different level. That's a different achievement. Let's take this to another example. I don't often say the Hasidic stories, but this one had an effect on me. The story goes that one of the Chassidus rebels, his name was Rabbi Laftali of Rapshitz. And like all the rebels, he had a court. And Chassidus used to come to be by him him for the soldiers and Shabbos. There was one old man who had formerly in his younger years been a Talmud of or Chassid of the Great of Elimelech of Rizansk. And after Elimelech died, years later he attached himself He was really much older then. One time he was coming to the best medrash, and one of Ravnathalia Ravnathalia's grandchildren, a little boisterous boy, was running in the aisles and he banged right into him. The old man yelled at him Look where you're going, be careful. So the little boy, the Lord of says, don't you let me, I'm the grandson of the rebbe." So the old chassid says to him, you're the grandson of Naftali. He said, but I was a chassid of the, of the malich. He was much greater. And the grandson was duly offended. And he goes to his grandfather, the rebbe, and he says to him, tells him of the story, and he says to him, then is it true? was Rabbi Melech greater than you are? Listen to the answer that Rabbi Naftali gave him. Rabbi Naftali said, Rabbi Melech was much greater than I am. He said, but Rabbi Melech died and I'm still alive. Let's see, he said, I'm still alive. And if I'm still alive, there's no knowing how great I could possibly be. You know, we have a We talk about the new moon. And there's a mitzvah, to make a bracha on the new moon. We don't make that bracha when the moon's at its full strength, when there's a full moon, even though that's when we would potentially be enjoying the light of the moon the most. We can only make the bracha when the moon is still growing. When it gets to its full size, it's no longer possible to make a bracha. Why not? If the bracha is meant to be the benefit we get from moonlight, then we get the most benefit when the moon is at erot its zenith, at its brightest. And the answer is the reason why we make Kiddush of Honor is because there's a symbolism here for us, like we say in the bracha: <speaking> in <Hebrew> that the Jewish people are going to be renewed like the moon. Because the Apostle tells us in the future, we say in Kiddushchevan as well, that the light of the moon will get brighter and brighter until it rivals the light of the sun. And if the moon is still growing, then this moon might be that moon which continues to grow and to grow and to get brighter and brighter and shine more and more until it becomes like the sun. But once the moon has reached its peak, once this reaches plateau, it's not growing anymore, and this moon is no longer the moon which is going to get going to get to that stage. There's nothing to make a on. As long as a person is growing, as long as a person is still developing, there's no way of knowing how far they're going to go. But when a person gets to the stage, the age maybe, the level. I feel this is, where this is where I'm doing enough. This is where I'm going to stop. This is where I'm, I'm happy to keep what I'm doing so far and not look to do more. And then that person stops to grow. Then that person is missing something and they're being in Avadasya. The every, even though he's keeping the whole Torah, but Yerotza, he doesn't understand what it means to be an avid. Part of the inspiration we have to provide for our children. Maybe not all, but we can do it for ourselves. Is it's not that there's a minimum, and that's enough. The person should never feel that's enough. I'm here to grow, to do more and specifically when a person is younger, and they get to the stage of barabbas Mitzvah, the responsibility they're taking on is to keep all the halachas, but not just all the halachas. It's to start with that, and it's to grow further. And there's a special celebration. When reaches Bar Mitzvah. Why? Because even though a child can do mitzvahs and get rewarded, the concept of being part of Arvas, of the shared joint responsibility of Kla Yisra, only starts by my mitzvah. And when a boy gets to that stage, so now we've added another, so to speak, fighter to the ranks of the Jewish army. We've added another member to the Kla another source of schus, another person. Whose Torah and his mitzvahs are going to contribute to the iris, to the joint responsibility of Klaus. That's something to celebrate. The same about Levin Yashif. Today is my mitzvah. He thought, now I'm a mitzvah. He couldn't fall asleep. So he he jumped out of his bed and he went to learn a number of hours until Shachris. And he decided, this is something I'm going to do every single day. Which is what he did. For the rest of his life. For the next 80 years. Abu Yoshef kept up the custom of waking up every morning at 2 o'clock in the morning and laying until shakris. That's not what a person's mochir to do. That's the person who's looking to do more. But the person is looking to do more and is going to keep that commitment. That's what's putting them on the trajectory of Godless. The person who's growing and growing will keep growing and growing. And if they can maintain their growth, then there's no knowing how far he will go. Just like the moon. When it's still expanding, it's still getting brighter, this could be the moon, which will keep getting brighter until it rivals the sun. And that's Ashgafa of training somebody to grow. And to continue to grow. Because as long as they're still growing. They're going to be able to reach. Ever higher goals. In. In their godless. In their Torah knowledge. In the level. Wherever it's going to be. But how do you do that? The best way is by example. They always talk about the story of the father. Who, who has to get out of bed to wake up his son to go to Shekhar so he can go back to sleep. Or the father tells his son to be quiet and chill because he's disturbing the father's conversation. Or any other example like that. The example of the parent, examples of maybe someone who's not keeping their lakha properly, but the example of the parent who's reached the stage of no growth, of maintaining just an equilibrium of where they are, so it sets the stage for the child to do the same. And what often happens is in a case like that where the child levels off is at, level, at a level lower than the parents. Whereas when the motivation of the parents is to keep growing too. So then that makes the dynamic energy that gets felt by everyone in the family. You know, that's to keep doing more. To keep getting more. To keep getting higher. That's the first way. The second way. Speak about Godless. When Yonah talks about it. What defines a person is what he praises. And yes, the people have the attitude of like, it's good enough for me. What if I do more than that? Why should I look for extra Kumra's extra Hidurim. What I'm doing is good enough. That attitude has the same effect of limiting a person to where they are now. If a person praises Goddess, praises people who are doing more, praises G'daylim, then it makes a higher level something to aspire for. And it has that effect. A person wants to do more. And the last point. Maybe this is the most practical one. Parents have to be very careful before they think we're trying to limit their children's inspiration to grow. Sometimes the parents have practical considerations. Sometimes they think they have health considerations. Whatever the other consideration they might have. But think be, be very carefully before you stop a child doing what, they, what they're trying to do to grow if you're not going to kill the desire for growth. At the very least, find a different way to channel it. But to destroy the drive to grow, can Chas stop a person in that path of getting better, of developing more? A boy wants to learn late. If the parents are going to say, absolutely not, this is your bedtime, not another minute. If the driver is coming from a good place, he wants to learn more. Don't destroy it. Maybe there's a certain limit of how much more time. But let him do a little bit more. Let there be an area where a person can do more. A person wants to be more Mahadir in a mitzvah. a child. And yes, it's going to cost the parents money to buy the child the fancier olive of for Hanukkah, more beautiful ashram for for circus. But if that's what's important to them, be grateful. Be grateful that what the child wants is another hundred shekels or hundred dollars for a woman who had and not for a new phone, and not for other things which could be what a child would want which are going the wrong direction. Don't destroy it. Someone is inspired to do more, encourage it. Don't put a child there. Say, it's not for you. You aren't on the level. You will never, you're not going to get there. Stop dreaming. All these things kill the in inspiration and kill their ability to grow. It's the other way around. They can get there. And if they inspire you, they will. And we should say, of course, you wanted to do it, I'm behind you. We have those three things. We're growing in our own right. We praise people who grow. And we encourage children to grow. Then hopefully... They'll also be on that path that they are caught on God all year. They'll become great. They'll become great because if a person keeps growing, they'll get there. It's only when the person stops growing, they start to stagnate. And that kills their ability to reach the guidance that they're really capable of getting to.